How low can it go? How low can it go? That's the question that many in the crypto space are asking right now is Bitcoin dips below $6,000. And it's not the only coin that's falling faster than tears on election night. We'll look at the state of the market and provide our keen non-expert analysis. The feds have busted more than 35 dark web drugs and weapon dealers, Facebook becomes friendlier for crypto, and doge enthusiasts get together to celebrate all things Shiba. Travis and I are in Wichita, Kansas for an event, but by the time you hear this, we won't be in Kansas anymore. Uh, we could while away the hours conversing with the flowers, but that would require a brain. And since we're bad, we can't guarantee much more than some news and some laughs. So click your heels together and say, there's no place like Moon. It's episode number 146 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Five, four, three, two, one, zero, Who's bad? Welcome, folks, to the Bad Crypto Podcast episode. What is it? One forty-six, Mr. Joel Kyle. There's no place like Lambo. There's no place like Lambo. <laughs> One forty-six, it is, and we are face to face once again. Mm-hmm. A meeting of the non-minds. Yes. Uh, yeah, here we are in Wichita, in Wichita, Kansas. And you might hear a little bit of background music from time to time. We are in a one of the new Hilton True hotels. Yeah, True by Hilton. This is a hotel that is geared for millennials. I think what they've discovered is that millennials want a great community space, a meeting place. And they don't care as much about the room amenities as long as they've got a comfortable room. And so when you walk into this place... It's like walking into like a Disney World hotel. It's very colorful, right? We can play some. We can play some billiards over there if we yeah. like. Yeah. Uh, we can. Uh, there's TVs over there. We're playing some sports. There's a, a nice. It's very unique how they have the uh, the marketplace right there. You can walk up and say, "I want one of this." Add it to my add it to my room. And uh, yeah, actually, um, this officially opens up in a couple of days, or maybe tomorrow night. So we're the first ones to actually stay here. So. Uh, we are in uh, two hotel rooms that have never been slept in before. Well, I slept in it last night. Oh uh, yes, I, so. I drove down from Kansas City today. So, so you will, your your bed will have the honor of you being the first sleeper inner. I, yeah. I did actually do that whenever I came in because I had I got LASIK yesterday, so my eyeballs were real, and I so when I got in, I laid down for about thirty minutes before I went over. So that was kind of a nap. It was kind of a nap. It was really the first count. nap ever. Yeah. yeah, first first nap ever. And we're here for Social Media Day, Wichita. Social Media Day is a global event that takes place on or around June thirtieth, in which uh, various cities are independently put on events, and uh, both Travis and I got to speak here at Social Media Day Wichita, and of course the hotel was a sponsor of the event, and so we got to stay here at the True by Hilton for free, which was good for me, because I like free. It's good. It's good for me, too, because free, I can afford free. And I'm on my way back to Denver tomorrow, and I will be emceeing Social Media Day Denver on Friday, June the 29th-ish of 2018, and that's going to be great fun, and uh, you're not going to Denver, at least not Yet, no. I figured, why would I want to go to Denver twice in one month? I, I really wouldn't, and so I'll go there for our birthday party. Yep. So hopefully, you guys have taken note that July eighteenth 
is our one-year birthday celebration. And go to badco.in forward slash birthday to get more details. You can come on out. Uh, the event is free. You getting here is on you. Yep. And so as you know, by now, Joel, Mr. Joel Com and I are not financial advisors, right? You've got that figured out. But if you have a blockchain company and are serious about doing an ICO the right way, uh, our sponsor this episode is New Alchemy, and they can help with a wide range of ICO services and blockchain solutions. And uh, they have a team of marketing experts, event producers, community managers. And what they do is they help transform your idea into reality. They can help with conferences and events. They can help you build communities. So also, uh, we're an offering of an STO, a security token offering, or other security is needed. They will work with a broker-dealer and help manage all of that. So New Alchemy in the house. Again, Mr. Jokon. NewAlchemy.io is the website. So go check them out and tell them the boys at Bad Crypto sent you. Hey, um, did you hear there's some news? There's news. Really? It's, it's news to me. It's bad news. It's bad news. Let's get to it. It's Travis Wright. Once again, Bitcoin on the slide. Currently sitting at about 6,100 and change, but it did dip below 6,000 for a short period of time, which means that the loss in Bitcoin market cap for the year is about 60% off its high. Mm. You know, and actually, the total coin market cap right now is about 247 billion, which this is the lowest that it has been since Tuesday. November 21st of last year, wow. right before, two days before Thanksgiving. Uh -huh. So we are at a, we are at that, uh, we are at a low place there. It looks like, it looks like the next low place, if we continue going down with market cap, that next support is around anywhere between 195 million and 206 billion, excuse me, 195 billion, 206 billion. So we could drop another $45 billion off this market cap. <laughs> well, you know, technically we could drop $247 billion off the market cap. $47 yeah, billion. Yeah, I was talking about that, that, next, that next support line there. So Bitcoin drops below 6000 It did pop back up. Now it's sitting at about 6100 But uh, it is going back and forth, teetering, teetering. It's amazing how many people, you know, just a few months ago would have said, man, I wish I bought it 10000 and now people are scared. And what does Warren Buffett say? A Bitcoin is rat poison squared. <laughs> That's what he says. He does. But what does he say about investing? Yeah, he says that you want to be greedy when other people are fearful. Yeah. And now is one of those times. I mean, right now, Bitcoin is at six grand, right? I mean, if you look at, look at um, block, if you can look, open up your block folio nope, without crying. I'm not opening my block folio. <laughs> you can see, you know, that lumens are sitting at around 19 cents. Uh, Dragons, it's sitting at twenty nine cents. Neo sitting at thirty dollars. I just you know? I hear that and I think, oh, blocked folio, oh, blocked folio. Where for where are for our the, the Ethereum sitting at four hundred and thirty six dollars. Uh, yeah, it's interesting to pay attention to all these and how they have they were so they were so so high. Now they are so so low. Well, the uh, article in Bloomberg says crypto collapse spreads with hundreds of coins plunging in value. They make it sound like it's a virus, and what it is, it's you know, as Bitcoin goes, so go most of the rest of the coins, with a few outliers. And find digital coins finder is tracking 
1,586 digital currencies, and they say that over 80% of them fell in the last week with them falling 19% on average. Yeah, 19% on average. Well, you know that uh, essentially Bitcoin is the world crypto reserve currency, right? So if Bitcoin goes down, then all the other coins go down against it, unless that coin's really taken off. And so that's one of the problems with having it, all those coins connected to Bitcoin is that they can be so volatile. So that is where we are. However, you know, this is one of those things. If you heard us talking, you know, a few weeks back. I were was we saying, talking tokens? When we were talking tokens, um, I'd mentioned that, you know, Bitcoin hadn't completed that fifth wave with technical analysis. And it, it looked to me like we would pop down to about 5,200 or so. We still have not hit 5,200, but we've popped the threshold of 6,000. And so it could still go down a little bit more before it starts taking back up. But one thing that's very promising to me is more and more organizations, more leaders in finance, they're talking about crypto and how crypto is legit and they're doing different things to make crypto more, you know, inclusive and et cetera, et cetera. And so there's a lot of great signs out there. There's just the money's not pouring into crypto as it was uh, at the uh, the end of last year. And of course, as always, there are incidents that take place in the crypto space that can pile on to the bad news and sometimes driving. And one of them is, of course, Binance is the world's second largest crypto exchange. And they briefly ceased operations. They suspended their activities due for a system upgrade following a warning from their risk management system. And so, you know, all of a sudden people could not trade on uh, Binance for about four hours. There was no trades or withdrawals during that time there was some sort of undisclosed vulnerability that they still don't know what it was well, at least they're not sharing what it was yeah and binance on average <laughs> four eight hundred and forty four million dollars in trades happen on average on binance at least over the 24 hours prior to this article that's how much they had done so when you're talking about binance doing about a billion dollars a day in volume. That's a substantial amount of cryptos. It is. And here's the other thing. Volume across the board is down as well. So like on a regular day when everybody's talking about crypto, I bet those numbers are, you know, might be double right? when, when the crypto markets are hot. And so, you know, that causes some people to panic. Oh, I can't trade. I can't, I can't withdraw. I can't move or sell my cryptos. What's happening? The sky is falling. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not just cryptos because the stock market's kind of going down now. The stock market's taking a little beating over the last uh, week as well. Or maybe it, uh, those are just my stock picks. Travis, don't cry in Kansas. There's no crying in Kansas. It's okay. I used to live in Kansas. There's... I went to school at the University of Kansas. Rock Chalk Jayhawk up there. There's... Well, here's an interesting story from CNBC. You know, Apple co-founder Steve Wozniak, the Woz, has been very Bitcoin bullish in the past. And I'm not sure if I, if this article really frames his new um, thoughts around blockchain. The headline says, Steve Wozniak says the hype around blockchain signals a bubble. He felt like Bitcoin and where it was, was a bubble and there's been this correction and he feels that way about blockchain now and he says quote a good portion of the companies promising to do life-changing things on the internet quickly went bust 
So he was talking about, you know, the, the, the dot-com bubble burst. Um, blockchain technology has real implement, implementation potential. I'm wording really poorly because it's decentralized and totally trustworthy. But like the internet, it could take longer than expected to catch up to its early hype. Yep. If you look now, you say all of that internet stuff that happened, we got it. It just took a while. Doesn't change in a day. Uh, and a lot of those blockchain ideas that uh, are really good are coming out early, but they can burn themselves out if they're not prepared to be stable in the long run. We've talked about this before. You know, here's companies that get $50 million out of the chute, right, with no investors, that they own 100% of the company. And now all of a sudden you got $50 million. Where's the incentive to hustle? In some cases, they're kind of like, all right, we got $50 million in the bag. Let's go hang out on the beach, right? right. Some of them are doing that. Some of them are out there hustling. Which and ones? We know we're not financial advisors. We cannot say. I want to know who's hanging out on the beach with the hard-earned ICO. We want to go hang out with them, right? Yeah, so we want to go hang yeah, out with so them. Help them spend that ICO <laughs> money. <laughs> hey, invite us. Hey, invite us. You guys we're, want to have some good laughs? We're you know, bad. Invite us. Invite us in there. Say, hey, we don't really want you to speak at an event. We just want you to come hang out on the beach with right. us with this ICO money. I'll go with that. Nice. Uh, well, there's been rumblings and you know different things of different companies that are doing that. Well, you and they're not, not just going to come out and say, "Oh, hey, we're spending your ICO money on the beach," but uh, again, you know, ninety plus percent of all startups fail in the first couple years, and you know what? There's no difference. So this is interesting. Wozniak actually sold all but one Bitcoin last year when it was around twenty thousand. And he said, all of a sudden, it was way down, then way up in the sky. I got scared and sold everything but one Bitcoin. Mm. What does it take to scare the Waz? Even I didn't get frightened over that, and I don't have Waz's money. Right. What do you? What do you? Waz? What are you frightened over there? But this. Well, this actually, is, it was it was pretty smart because it did tank, and here it is. It's lost. Yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a smart move, but you know, I can't. You know, if you believe in the technology, then it's not like he needed to pull money out of the bank. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Well, there it is. There's the weak hands. And if Bitcoin and crypto are being manipulated in price by big whales and it's trying to scare people out so that way they can accumulate bigger amounts and gain control of that stuff, huh? maybe that's what's happening. People like Walls are like, ah, I got to get out of here. The most interesting part of this article is actually not related to the price of Bitcoin at all. It's the last line that says Wozniak also floated the idea of using blockchain for social networks and a competitor to Facebook, which he said is ripe for disruption and operating a monopoly at the moment. Mm. Amen. Brother. Yeah, that's actually, that's one of the, the, the precursors to Joel and I doing bad crypto. We were working with a project that uh, was was looking to help disrupt that space. And uh, the CEO and the project kind of went sideways and did not do an ICO, did not raise any money. And uh, But the idea, phenomenal, here it is, needs to be disrupted. Facebook, Twitter, you know, Reddit, those guys, YouTube, they need to be disrupted a little bit. You got to get a little too much power. Well, speaking of Facebook, this is good news for us and for everybody in the crypto space mm -hmm. because a couple months ago, uh, Facebook, Google, Twitter all said, we're not taking cryptocurrency ads anymore. Mm -hmm. Guess what? The Zuck has backed up the truck. Right. Well, they're reversing their ban on crypto ads, but they're not reversing their ban on ICOs. So. You can be cryptocurrency related now, so if you have an event that's going on and you want to advertise, you can do that now back on Facebook. However, if you have an ICO, you still cannot. Okay, that, that's I, I get that. So they're they're basically the policies are becoming more open. 
again. So this means that Bad Crypto can advertise once again. Bad Crypto can advertise. World CryptoCon can advertise. Anybody who's putting on an event, anybody who's doing something around cryptocurrency, but not launching an ICO. Well, here's the deal. The, you ha if you're an interested advertiser, you have to fill out an application that includes information on licensing and to determine if your currency is publicly traded, which helps Facebook determine if they're eligible. Now, of course, that doesn't apply to media you know, or people that are putting on events, but for anybody that wants to advertise their currency, it mm -hmm. does apply. So maybe they got their coin on, on an exchange and now they're able to, to advertise that because they're no longer an ICO, right? So it'll be interesting to see what happens as some go to place uh, their crypto ads, but expect them to start popping up on your feed again if you follow the crypto pages or groups. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and actually I don't think that the Twitter ban has even gone into place yet. They said that it was gonna go to ban in, in the, the, the first of the third quarter. I know that Google has not fully stopped all of theirs. YouTube allows ads still, and so it's like, Facebook's coming back into the game while other ones are still rolling theirs out and start, you know, rolling out the band. So they, they realize they're, they're leaving money on the table. Right. And they're all about that bottom line. They're That's all about as, the as Mark Zuckerberg said before Congress, Senator, we sell ads. Right. That's this is what That's they what do. He said. That's what he said. Now here's an interesting story here. The reason that Bitcoin has fallen is because of a thirteenth century mathematician. Mr. Joel Kahn. That guy again. That guy, Mr. The, the guy Fibonacci. With the funny hat. Yes, those are some weird those are some weird hats from back in the day. That was like a do-rag. You guys have to look at this. We'll put a picture of uh, if it's not in the show notes then then link to the story and uh, this was a 13th century do-rag. 13th century do-rag. So, price of Bitcoin, the previous major low was 59.20. That happened in early February. Uh, that has been breached. And the new low, I think it hit about 58.50. And, uh, you know, so you've heard me talk about this with technical analysis, and I've been listening and learning about technical analysis, that it needs to create this fifth wave. It needed to drop to a certain point, somewhere around 5,200 or so. And, and basically, Leonardo Fibonacci, he's a 13th century Italian mathematician. You've maybe heard of the Fibonacci ratio, uh, the... 0 0.618, 1.618, 0.382. Those are the three Fibonacci ratios. Those are a lot of numbers. Yeah, well, based on the high, based on the low, based on you know certain things, you can actually figure out where that next big pop's going to be or where that next drop could be. And so it looks like it needs to hit another point, a little bit farther down below, maybe 5,600, 5,500, somewhere down there. And then that Fibonacci sequence can complete and then pop back up so you get uh, out of here with your Fibonacci hey uh, put, a, put the little uh, little sauce on the Fibonacci with the yeah, pasta please okay, okay. you know it, it it could very well be again there's not much good news happening in the crypto space and in the absence of good news it takes very little volume for the prices to move up or down mm -hmm. and in this case down mm -hmm. downtown Julie Brown hey here's an article the next one here is a U.S. Nobel Economics Prize winner Robert Schiller, He's, he said that Bitcoin is a remarkable social phenomenon, and he's talking about it's a social movement. And basically, Robert Schiller is basically shilling Bitcoin here. He's, uh, <laughs> well, he's a shiller. He's shilling this it. This is what he and, does. Uh, that's the only reason we put that article in here. 
It was because of that joke. <laughs> he, um, he was asked about possible comparisons with the 17th century tulip bubble in the Netherlands, and his answer was, tulips are still valued, but there are some expensive tulips. Nice. Very so, nice. I'm, I'm, are you glad we included that? I'm really glad was we included it. Worth that was very nice. The punchline. That was good. I'm not sure. From the dark side, the, you know, there's been a lot of talk in the past about how Bitcoin was used by the underworld, right? Mm-hmm. It's only used to to buy drugs. Silk Road. Silk Road, baby. And of course, we know now that the amount of um, crypto use at least that the, the authorities understand for illicit purposes is very small right now. But along those lines, uh, really not crypto related, but definitely dark web related, the feds are on the case and they busted 35 dark web drug and weapons dealers. This is the first ever national sting operation. Lots of opioids. Mm. The DOJ, Homeland Security, Secret Service, the Postal Inspection Service, and the Drug Enforcement Administration are all working together on this. Yeah, and they arrested 35 dark web traders across the country, uh, and they were posing as vendors themselves. Excuse me. Now, if you think about this, Mr. Jokom, like, what if they had... Taken over Silk Road, but not let everybody know that they were taking that they had taken over Silk Road, and then they probably could have gone through and done this more efficiently. Basically, right. they cut out the platform that could have enabled them to find all those people more efficiently. This has taken them a year-long investigation of over sixty-five targets uh, involved in over ninety active cases. They seized twenty-three point six million dollars, uh, included narcotic drugs, three point six million in gold and cash, Bitcoin mining devices. Crypto worth more than twenty million, more than a hundred weapons, and a grenade launcher. That's <laughs> just and a grenade launcher. And That's, a grenade launcher. That is the partridge in a pear tree of this story. Yeah, somebody had, had purchased forty thousand pills of fentanyl off the dark web. That stuff is dangerous. I, I have I've read about that. That uh, there's some epidemic where people are, uh, I guess they're cutting fentanyl into cocaine, and it's just like killing people. The people are like, so that's weird. I don't know. That's why some of those drugs you do not want to touch with a 10-foot pole. That's why I like mine to grow organically in a medical state. <laughs> As more sting <clears throat> operations prove successful in thwarting crime on the dark web. I've always liked that word. Thwarting? Thwart. Mm. Criminals are increasingly finding their digital safe haven less hospitable for their illicit activities. So you know, I'm I'm good with fighting crime and keeping you know bad people from harming good people mm-hmm. or even harming other bad people. Like you know, even bad people deserve to not be hurt by other bad people. Yeah, no, I, I do think in some cases. I mean, I think with some of the, a lot of these pharmaceuticals and the MDMA, cocaine, all, a lot of this stuff. Now, I do think there's a really phenomenal um, documentary series called Psychedelica on Gaia. G-A-I-A. It's kind of like Netflix, but it's more like esoteric and spiritual and meditation and yoga and and, uh, and whatnot. And I've been watching the Psychedelica series, and it's phenomenal. I think, like, the journeys in the mind, you know, those are, those are a ceremonial type of thing. I think a lot of people have never really dove into the mind exploration. So some of those 
drugs can have a, a lot of value. They were used by shamans and, and these indigenous cultures for millions of years, right? Psychedelic mushrooms used for millions of years. Like our brains are wired to actually use them effectively. Like if you take, if you, they would follow around horse or cows and wait for them. Oh, the magical mushrooms would pop up. And then guess what? Now they're able to see colors better. They're, they're heightened awareness. They can go out and hunt better in packs. And they're just this community in nature. I think personally, if, if like one day a year, everybody took shrooms, like we would be in such a better place okay. mentally. Ne- neither Joelcom nor the Bad Crypto Podcast LLC no. recommend use of you illicit know, drugs, I'm, but Travis I'm not, an, I'm not an advisor on that, but I'm saying like we've done them for millennia and, the, and the only in the last 50 years have they been illegal. Like for thousands and thousands of years, we've they've been completely legal and it, it allows you to see things from a different perspective. I, I, I firmly say mm, thumbs up for Travis, but a lot of these other ones are bad. I'll never touch cocaine. I don't touch any of those other things. Psychedelic mushrooms. But it's not something that's addictive. Like, you would not go, I'm going to do, do shrooms again. I'm no, but you can blow your brain on that stuff. You, you, could you know, you can do some heroic doses and still come on and go, whoa, that was unbelievable. Yeah. People don't die on that. You could fry your brain. People have fried their brain on too LSD. Too much LSD, which is a synthetic. Yeah. Right? So I think if it's a natural thing, God put it on here on earth for a reason. And it helps us to connect. There's all, God also made poisonous berries, which we're not supposed to eat. Yeah, don't eat those. Don't, <laughs> don't eat those. Eat the shrooms, Mr. Joe Comp. Don't eat I'm the not, berries. I'm not eating any shrooms, <clears> and uh, I certainly won't encourage anybody else to do so. I think we'd be all in greater love, man. We'd all be like, oh man, we're, so, we're in one. We're in nature. We're connected. Oh. The world's so divisive, this world, man. I tell you, people did a nice dose of shrooms. They would no longer feel divisive. Oh, it's be the, like, we're all brothers and sisters. Oh. The bad hallucinogenic podcast yeah. turning into a, a bad trip. Well, well I, personally, I've not actually done shrooms in about four or five years, but it's like... I you were going to say minutes. I haven't done <laughs> Because the way you were talking right now, I'm like, wait a second. I'm not. But what you know what? did you pick in the fields of so Kansas? Because they're so hard to find, man. You can't just like randomly go out and find them. But I, I, I mean, I've always, I've always come out of them and just like for the next couple, two, three months, just like feeling more connected and then like lovable and just grateful and just... You're, man, ar- just you're already out. lovable. Yeah, but I'm not yeah. always grateful. Screw you guys. <laughs> well, I'm grateful to read good news. And if we go to the other side of the world in Japan, this headline on Forbes says, Japan's next economic boom will be Bitcoin and blockchain fueled. And what I really like about this story is... It's the cookies? The cookies, yeah, the picture. What the hell does that have to do the- with blockchain? <laughs> The Japan's economic boom is going to be blockchain and Bitcoin. And here's some random cookies. Yeah, well, it says a machine for printing on biscuits on display at the International Food Machinery and Technology ex, uh, Exhibition. Uh, you know, it's a trade show, and they're looking at basically how technology is being driven in Japan and being fueled by blockchain growth. You know, as you, you talk about often, 5G you know, is coming, Internet of Things is coming, um, computing power is increasing, AI is on the way, and all of these things can lead to an economic boom. And uh, this gentleman, Yoshitaka Kitao, who is the Chief Executive of Financial Services at SBI Holdings, says that blockchain is going to fuel the next boom. He says, we want to take blockchain 
beyond financial. There's a lot of speculative demand among cryptocurrencies, which is why the price is going up so quickly. I don't think he's looked at it recently. Yeah. But people need to think about how these technologies are being used in real life and how they can improve people's businesses. And this here's the point. People, people are, might not be buying crypto right now. They might be selling. But in terms of adoption, in terms of the players, the real money overlords around the world, the governments, the, the banks, the, the, those that are inventing technology, if you were to look at the interest on a chart and that would show what the coin market cap should be, it's just up, up, up. There's mm -hmm, no slowing mm -hmm. so down cool. with blockchain interest. Mm -hmm. It's growing and it's not going to stop. It's not. The blockchainification has taken place and uh, Yoshitaka said this, Bitcoin is too expensive and people are just holding it and hoping it will increase in value right now. So some cases they're not necessarily using it. Some people get scared and they have weak hands and they'll sell it. But you know what? Blockchain's not going away. Uh, although, you know, if you talk to Jimmy Song, Jimmy Song says blockchain is not magical fairy dust, right? That you he can does just sprinkle. say that. He does. he does say that. He was just on our show and he was also on Laura's uh, Shins show mm -hmm. and we love you Laura and you're awesome and Coin Telegraph did an article quoting Jimmy Song and they pulled it from Laura's podcast not ours and not Ugh, ours totally yeah. rude so that's they must think we're bad or something I guess so so a couple more stories before we wrap up bad news this week and th these are these would be the warm fuzzy human interest stories mm. you know you got you, you got your bad news and your sensationalism because that's what we broadcast to sell toothpaste and toilet paper although we do not have Procter & Gamble as a sponsor of the show, but Dude, you guys can call us if you want to. So in Vancouver, they had Dogecon. Yeah. How did we not go to that? I, we weren't invited. How did we not know that, Mr. Joel Com? You are the Doge champion. How did you not know this? We should have gone. It would have been hilarious. Much, much information not coming mm -hmm. my way. A four-day celebratory conference about the social layer of crypto culture took place in Vancouver, wow. British Columbia, built around Dogecoin. The conference received overwhelmingly positive reviews from both attendees and those who watched for from the virtual sidelines. And uh, these people weren't talking about crypto prices falling. In fact, there's this tweet from Jackson Palmer, who was the yeah. founder. I'm looking at the Dogecoin. video right now. He says, I'm at Dogecoin in Vancouver, and nobody is talking about the market crashing. This is fun. The moon has arrived, and they're all dancing around. The moon. Oh, it's, it's tribal. Oh, you guys got to see this. We got to drop that tweet into the show yeah, notes right so there. Funny. This is funny stuff. So maybe next year now we know to look for Dogecoin 2019. And uh, 200 it looks people. Way, it looks way better than uh, consensus. <laughs> oh, these tweets. You guys just need to look at the story in the show notes, okay? Because there's so many tweets here. Uh, this guy is bowing down to a picture of the Shiba Inu. Praise Lord Doge. Ah, <laughs> uh, good stuff. And the final piece of news, which is not necessarily news, but it's, it's actually pretty interesting, pretty funny. So this guy, Clay Space, here on uh, Use Journal, wrote an article. I fed an AI 100 crypto white papers, and this is what it wrote. <laughs> so this is basically called the new KYC white paper. And uh, not sure when the ICO is, but uh, this is what it said. Introduction. 
Cryptocurrencies are a revolution for the future of human decentralization, smart contracts, and blockchain. Decentralized platforms will overcome banks with a 20% discount in the first three days. Problem. Bitcoin is digital gold, and that is okay, because there is a way to improve this problem. Proof of work is the reason freedom exists. Satoshi Nakamoto disappeared, but left us with a path forward. Satoshi Nakamoto had many problems. This reads like a children's book. <laughs> he was not a U.S. citizen, but we do not know that for certain. He may have been <laughs> a U.S. citizen. The contents below detail a strategy for creating a mass-market, decentralized supercomputer running a hybrid proof-of-stake standard utility token on top of a multi-blockchain ICO. This will replace your government. Uses for KYC. The KYC is a utility token that is not a security regulated by the SEC. KYC stands for keep your coins safe in your digital wallet. I thought it was know your chicken. Yeah. <laughs> KYC will be used for decentralization, immutability, staking, DAO, consensus, voting, blockchain, governance, investor profit, decentralization. Purchasing KYC in the ICO. The KYC ICO will take place on a Monday after banks close. It will seek to raise $20 million over 25 days with a minimum cap of $40 trillion. If the minimum is not raised before the end of the ICO, all money will be returned to the team. To the team. <laughs> Investment can be made in Bitcoin, but should always be made in Ethereum and from a wallet that you own. Your private keys like to have privacy. The day one discount will be big, but the day two discount will be bigger. A pre-ICO has been held for KYC AML investors who have received 90% of the tokens. Private sale price is not disclosed, but it will be free. Mm -hmm. Use of funds. 80% of funds will go to developing the platform. 20% of the funds will go to supporting the market. The final 35% of funds will pay team members and travel plans. That's 135%. <laughs> Token burns will take place when a user joins the Telegram and Slack channel and talks about fire. <laughs> uh, here's, here's the team. Our team is big and has over 40 years of blockchain experience. Vitalik Buterin was critical in creating Ethereum Classic and is advising our ICO. Learn more on the website. Uh, and the moral of the story is, is, is don't feed 100 crypto white papers to artificial intelligence and expect anything. Yeah, well, artificial intelligence is coming for your job, just not, you know, not, not, not too soon. Maybe, <laughs> maybe not if you write white papers. Uh, that was bad. That was super bad. Hey, thanks for listening to the Bad Crypto Podcast. If you would take some time, just a little bit of time, like 30 seconds worth of time, and make sure that you are subscribed to the show and that you uh, review us. We love five-star reviews. Write something funny with five stars alongside of it, and we might read it right here on this very show, but not in Kansas because we won't be here. a little time, a little time to think things over. That's all. This mountain I must climb. This like some something, something, blah, blah. When I'm older. You know, usually we record remotely and I don't get to see the facial expressions of Mr. Travis Wright, but he's actually putting on a show I here. I put on a show there for you guys. Yeah, it was see. actually Elvis-esque. Oh, very nice. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. 
if you start like shaking oh. your hips, the ladies might start screaming and fainting. Well, that's why I do the video always above the hips because of, you know, they didn't like Elvis the pelvis to be out there like that. So I'm trying to keep it on the DL. Awesome. Simply awesome. <laughs> it's pretty bad. It's so bad. Oh, and as we close out, we have our World CryptoCon winner for the week. Guess what? Jason Gregory, you're going to World CryptoCon, bro. Two tickets coming your way. And you earned them. You know how you earned them? By subscribing to our newsletter. Now, that doesn't mean that everybody that subscribes to our newsletter earns them. You earned it by getting lucky. That is true. Jason, are you tired of winning yet? <laughs> I don't think Jason's tired of winning. The folks at World Crypticon will get a hold of you to let you know how to claim your two tickets. And you, yes, you, listening. Yeah, you. Like, you're like, wait, is he talking to me? Yes, talking to you, the listener, whoever you are. Put your name here. Fill in the blank. Even if your name is Phil, fill in the blank. Mm. If you are subscribed to our newsletter, you could be a lucky winner for two tickets. And the grand prize as we approach the conference, which takes place October 31st through November 2nd in Las Vegas, will be two VIP tickets, which includes travel. So that would be flying. Unless you already live in Las Vegas, in which case that won't be necessary. Um, and hotel, VIP experience, and VIP tickets to World Crypticon to register. Go subscribe to our weekly newsletter at badco.in forward slash WCC. That's true. Initials. That's where you can sign up for free, but if you want to go ahead and buy tickets, you can go to worldcryptocon.co forward slash bad. And I believe you get some discounted tickets yeah. going that that approach. So maybe you won't win. Maybe you will win. But you know what? If you buy tickets now, they're a lot cheaper than if you wait until later to do it. Yeah, because you probably won't win. Because <laughs> you probably won't win, but you might win. But you might win. Somebody won. I mean, Jason just won. Jason just won. Congratulations, Jason. So Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> it's getting late here. We're tired, and we're bad, and we hope that you... Stay bad. Who's bad? The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoin's and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.